Welcome to the Yeah Girl Podcast, where we're tackling hard topics with women of the word. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Yeah Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Bree. And I'm Sky. Welcome back to part two of our relationship series. Today, we are going to talk about how to date and what are some good boundaries, what do we date for, and how do I do it right. Mm. So very excited to get into all of this. This is something um, I feel like I talk to most young adult girls and teenagers Mm -hmm. about. And so it's a a fun conversation. So we hope this blesses you um, as much as it getting to do this blesses us. So mm-hmm. um, our first question of the day is, Skylar, what is the best piece of dating advice you've ever been given? I've already said this on the podcast, but I am I feel like I'm known so far as just re-saying things, but that's okay because I know that it'll get stuck in your head. <laughs> so I'll say it again. Um, the best piece of dating advice I've ever been given is there's no perfect person. And that sounds really stupid, but just knowing it, it relieves so much pressure knowing that like you can marry anyone. Like there's Mm -hmm. literally, you can make it work with anyone. You can do anything with anyone, but as long as you're both following Jesus and as, as long as you both have the same goals in life, which is if you're a Christian, they will be very similar most of the time. So it's honestly, it's just whenever I was in high school and just a young adult that lifted like so much off my shoulders of there's no perfect person that I'm looking for. I just have to be running towards God. And then if someone catches up and is running with me, I'm like, hey, you're kind of cute, you know? <laughs> that's so, so good. Yeah, I that's definitely that. my favorite piece of dating advice. Yeah, because it's your your focus is on the Lord, not on exactly. who it is, like who exactly. the guy is. Not that's how so cute he is, not how whatever. Yeah. You can make anything work. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love that. I kind of have two. I'm, oh, I'm trying to remember how the second one goes, so I'll go <laughs> with the first one. Um, so this is so good for dating when you're getting to know somebody. It's so good for your friendships, for your family. Um, Listen with the intent to understand, not Mm. to reply. Mm. Because I feel like whenever I go on dates, I can totally tell when I'm talking to a guy and whether he's actually listening to like really understand what I'm saying, whether it was like, I I can't even think of a story right now, but like something from my past or something, Mm -hmm. and I'm telling him about it. Like, is he asking me questions about that and how God worked through it? Mm -hmm. Or is he going to reply with maybe a story of what he went through instead or completely change the conversation? Because I think we get into the habit of focusing so much on how we're presenting ourselves in dating. Um, And I think this is going to go in a little bit later when we talk about the pressures of dating, but Mm -hmm. um, how much we want to look good to the other person and how we're kind of selling ourselves to them Mm -hmm. and like, oh, these these are my experience and these areas and how God's working in my life and all these things and how good I am and how holy I am. And it's Mm -hmm. a a lot me, me, me. Yeah. Um, But if you go into a date wanting truly to just get to know the person Mm -hmm. to see if you're compatible and see, yeah, I think when you're just listening to understand and not to reply. Yeah. So. And I feel like that can kind of, you can fall into like the instance of like one-upping each other too. Exactly. And that's always so toxic. I hate when that happens. Like, oh yeah, I went through this. And like, you're just telling a story about yourself. Oh yeah, well, I did that twice. Exactly. It's like, why are we here right now? It's exhausting. <laughs> it is. Ugh, you shouldn't have to compete for like someone's attention who intentionally like took you out on a date. You know what I mean? Amen. Like you shouldn't have to compete with them no. for their own attention. If they're paying more attention to themselves and their stories, mm-hmm. then girl, red flag. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Second one is um, 
like when you're in the relationship. So first one was more towards like dating, like when you're getting to know somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that can be used in any kind of relationship. But yeah. second one, um, be quick to forgive, but be quicker to ask for forgiveness. Mm. I think I got that saying wrong. It might be vice versa. I don't know. <laughs> but both of them are good. So yeah, <laughs> that's something I'm using in all of my relationships. Mm-hmm. And that is so good. So you're not holding a grudge against yeah. the other person, whether they said something a certain way and you just don't understand yeah. and they didn't even mean it the yes. way that you took it kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, yeah, um, that's definitely yeah. something that I'm learning in my relationship with Keenan right now is it's very, it's very difficult because Keenan's very emotional and I'm very upfront. So mm-hmm. we're learning the balance between him sharing his emotions and me like, wanting to understand not just being like but here's the facts so why are you feeling that way because <laughs> that happens so much in our relationship and it's really d- difficult but like I should be the first to like want to understand and want to understand what he's saying and you know want to make him feel good and then vice versa whenever I mean I do it too I'm like I'm feeling this way and I don't want you to fix it right now because men are fixers mm-hmm. I don't want you to fix it right now I just want you to sit here and listen and be like oh dang I'm sorry that sucks yeah but I'm also learning the balance between ranting and then gossiping because it can get to a point where you can rant about something that you're going through and that's totally okay but if you're doing it for like we talked about this in life group last night if you're doing it for like 30 minutes just talking about the same thing over and over again it's kind of become a fascination for you and you kind of just started gossiping about it like Mm -hmm. there's no good coming from it anymore yeah get things off your chest that's great but you know whenever it's becoming too much and whenever it's not doing any good for you or anyone else. Mm-hmm. So those are just some things I've been learning in my relationship really recently, mm-hmm. <laughs> like very recently. So, yeah. That's so good. I really like these books that you put on here because oh, I, love these I am reading Mingling of the Souls right now by Matt Chandler and it is it's really so good. good. I yes. think I've read it twice, like a few years ago. I like I read it once. I was like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And it was just like mind blown and then yeah. read it again. Um, but a few books that um, Pastor Obi, our old young adults pastor, um, has recommended, some people in my life have, I've read these books, and I just think there's some really great helpful tools. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like all three of them, they they kind of have different, well, they definitely have different perspectives, mm-hmm. But um, and you may not completely agree with everything that they all say, which is okay, but it mm-hmm. is good to do your own research on this kind of stuff to yeah, come definitely. to your own opinion. Um, and it there's just so much wisdom in these. So yeah. first book is Single, Dating, Engaged, Married by Ben Stewart. Mm-hmm. This one is so encouraging and challenging, and um, it reminds me of the piece of advice that you were talking about, like just focus on God mm-hmm. and then he he will provide like the right person for you just your focus should be on god always yeah um and the mingling of the souls by matt chandler do you want to talk about that one since you're reading it i mean so far i i think i'm i'm to the um what section am i to i'm in the um it's not dating what is it called courting Mm -hmm. yeah i'm in the courting section and it's actually been so good because i didn't realize like how different dating and courting were I kind of just always thought they were the same thing so basically what the book does is it goes through being single um you know looking for relationships looking at people thinking they're cute kind of thing and then going into dating courting engagement and then marriage so it kind of takes like you step by step like through all those points of relationship and it's really good because it goes really deep Mm -hmm. and it talks about the things that you don't really want to talk about in dating like all the things that you can fall into sin like fall sin into 
oh my gosh, I cannot speak fall into words. Sin. Yeah. yeah. All the ways you can fall into sin while you're dating or all the ways that you can be disrespectful while you're dating or, mm-hmm. you know, all those kind of things. And it's been really good so far. Yeah. It's a very like self-reflecting book. It is. It makes you think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you think. And then lastly, Outdated by Jonathan Placuda. JP. I love um, JP. Also, that's a, a podcast y'all should be listening to. Mm. It's so good. It's um, Becoming Something yeah. with JP. But anyway, uh, he's written that book and um, it is just, just go read it. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say about that one. Just go read it. Mm. Um, very, very helpful. Yeah. So um, to get into today's episode, how to date, we mm-hmm. have um, just some advice for you, if some scripture to go along with it, because we try to be women of the word mm-hmm. um, and to bring glory to God. But this, again, just like kind of last episode is just some sisterly advice for you guys. These yeah. are things that have been poured into us and um, that we poured into others. And so this is just kind of groundwork for you. So yeah. first question, like how to date the right way, Skylar? Yeah. How do we just date the right way? And that is such like, I remember asking that question when I was in high school because that was so important to me. Like I want to date the right way. I want to do it the right mm-hmm. way. I want to do everything right so that my life can be like the perfect fairy tale and that kind of thing. But there is no perfect way to date. And this is hard because we see so many different people date each other. And we see them and they have a bunch of different boundaries and they have a bunch of different uh, different things that happen in their relationship. And it makes you be like, OK, well, I'm, I'm going to do it just like them. Like, I remember listening to Sadie Robertson's podcast. OK, <laughs> and I remember when I first started dating Keenan, I was like, what are her like physical boundaries? Like, I'm going to go through and I'm going to do exactly what she does because she seems like to know all the stuff. And then I was like skimming through her podcast and stuff. And it got to the point where she said, what are me and Christian's physical boundaries? And she said well, we just kind of follow what God lays on our heart. And I was just sitting there. I was like, well, that's dumb. Like, I want to know specifically. <laughs> I want to know specifically what the boundaries are. And then I was, and then I just kind of had God lay on me like, Skylar, like, why don't you go to me for that? Mm-hmm. Why don't you go to me for like what your boundary should be? Because who's going to know better than me? Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but that kind of gets into like how easy it can be to like forget that like God cares about those things. Yeah. Like he really does, even if, I don't know if you've slipped before or you've not or you've done things before you regret or this is your first time ever dating or like even liking someone like everyone is going to have different boundaries and that's okay like God didn't write down in the Bible here are the boundaries of dating because they're going to be different because everyone's story is insanely different Mm -hmm. so there's per there let's get it together there's no (laughs) perfect way to date the most important thing before you start dating is that you're spiritually mature enough to understand the convictions and boundaries that god has placed on you before you start dating so that is so important to me because that is something i didn't like in high school i didn't care about that at all like it was like once i start dating then i'll just know and like everything will make sense and that didn't happen i wasn't spiritually mature enough to be to understand the Holy Spirit when he was trying to communicate with me how dating should be and what it should look like. Um, Matthew 6, 33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all the things will be added to you. Seek Jesus first. If you're seeking God for all of these things, he's not just going to stay silent. He is going to help you, and he's going to send you people to help you, and he's going to give you mentors, all those things. Yeah. If you pray for it, he wants that for you. Mm-hmm. That's that's his character right there. Another book recommendation is Gentle mm-hmm. and Lowly. Um, I don't know who, who the author is, but it is such a good book to um, just really dive into the character of Jesus. So mm-hmm. when you're seeking first the kingdom, like 
know why you're doing it. It's because of Jesus, yeah. who he is, what he's done for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is just so beautiful because um, it, it has shown me how compassionate he is. Mm-hmm. Um, we see over and over in the gospel uh, that it's saying how um, he showed compassion on the cr- on the crowds and everything and yeah. just how his heart is to help us. So yeah. like we may feel helpful like helpless when Mm -hmm. we're trying to date or trying to do life or whatever Mm -hmm. but like he wants to like he yearns to help you and so like don't be afraid to go to him for help with that and just becoming more like him yeah and the last thing i wrote is if you aren't seeking the holy spirit and you're seeking your own flesh that's a dangerous road to go down Mm -hmm. because i a lot of times i'll just be like well i'll figure it out as i go that's a bad way to do it. <laughs> pray about it first. That should always be your first step is go to yeah. God and pray about it, not relying on yourself. Because I'll let you guys know, like, I don't know if you know this or not, but our flesh will do the wrong thing every single time. Every time. Every single time. You'll make the wrong boundaries. You'll make the wrong decisions. That's just how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. I hate to break it to you, but it is. So, yeah, that's all the advice I have for that one. Great. So, um, uh, how to turn a guy down gently and firmly. Bree's this really is- good at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not. Okay, no comment. <laughs> oh crap. In case you didn't hear it, she said no comment. <laughs> okay, well, um, <laughs> to say the least, I have a lot of experience in this area. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Skylar almost spit her drink. <laughs> okay so i'm good all right sorry um okay to be serious Mm -hmm. okay most (laughs) dang it (laughs) um with uh i've had so many girls ask me this and um like i okay for the guys listening when a girl's turning you down like the reason why they sometimes lead you on in the turning down or making you feel like there's a chance there is because they desperately do not want to hurt your feelings. Yes. So they overcompensate. Op- over- overcompensate. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm so done. <laughs> but they they just try to be too nice because yeah. they're trying not to hurt your feelings. Because they feel so bad. Exactly. Yeah. And that ends up hurting them even more yeah. because it makes them feel like there's a chance. Yeah. And so um, this is advice that my older brothers have given me and that I have taken through all of my young adult years so mm-hmm. far. So um, first, with that being said, um, well, honestly, add onto that pray first like Skylar was saying before this pray for their heart pray for um, God to work in their lives and through you and um, pray that this is an opportunity to present Jesus well um, and turning them down because it's a hard thing to do it's hard for the girl to turn the guy down and it's hard for him to hear that and vice versa so you need to be absolutely honest but leave no room for them to think that there's a chance always Mm. be super duper clear and concise when you're turning them down Mm. um just get to the point like hey Mm -hmm. i don't have these feelings for you um and it here's the reasons Mm -hmm. like you don't like don't go into detail like i don't like the way you clip your toenails i don't know (laughs) Like, those are the first detailed thing I thought of. But, like, hey, I don't like the way you're not listening to me. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way that you're not listening to these boundaries I'm trying to set. Yeah. I don't like the way that good. you're not leading spiritually or making yep. decisions. I don't feel like you have a um, a mind of your own here or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like, things that a godly man should have mm-hmm. when you're in a relationship. Like, 
it's good to give them those reasons so that they know why. So then they're not confused. Mm -hmm. And that goes for like when you're breaking up too. Mm -hmm. be clear, be concise, give them reasons why um, it's not working out for you. Yeah. um, And why you don't think it's glorifying God. Why? just the why behind it all but be very clear and i think that is the kindest thing that you can do for him yeah because it's building him up helping him with his relationship with god the most that is the biggest thing that you want is to help him with his relationship he's your brother in christ like be a good example and guys do have like they take pride in things right so especially Mm -hmm. with girls like that is the thing that they get really excited about and that's how they like feel like a man you know whenever they're like you know talking to girls and like possibly we'll have a girlfriend and that kind of stuff so it's okay to do it in like a soft gentle way but also because that is so important to them they'll keep trying until they know it's an absolutely not so you have to give them that absolutely not but also while not tearing down their pride Mm -hmm. because that's a hard thing because it's really easy to be like dude you just won't leave me alone just leave me alone I don't like you like please for the love of goodness just leave me alone like that won't help either because Mm -hmm. that won't help grow them. It'll just make them feel bad. So you got to find a good balance. Mm -hmm. And I think over time it becomes easier. But at first it's always like you are either too soft and then they keep like bugging you a little bit or you kind of come off too harsh and then it's like, oh man, I really didn't mean to like make you hate me. But exactly. Yeah. You know, because the goal is for friendship after. Definitely. Too. Like yeah. you want to, you don't want to burn any bridges. Like be honest, be gentle with it, um, be concise. Um, be consistent in your no if you know it's a no and he's still pursuing you because that's going to happen that's in that's in a guy's nature Mm -hmm. um you have to be consistent in your no yeah I think that's a very good point that you made yep but also girls know that I think this is the honestly this is the biggest thing girls have asked me before like how do I tell him no without hurting his feelings Mm -hmm. it's going to hurt his feelings yeah that's what I say every single time it's like it's going to hurt him Mm -hmm. and you can't do anything about that yeah but if you know it's glorifying God Mm -hmm. to say no because it's not in his will for you or him yeah then he's going to have to grow through that and he's gonna have to trust God in that yeah what I would say is like okay fine then date him and then girls are like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to do that. And I'm like, okay, then let her, like, you can't sit in the middle. Yeah, it no. It is so much easier to just sit in the middle between, like, well, he has a crush on me and he's giving me attention, mm-hmm. so it's fine. But then they start pursuing you more than you'd like. And you're like, hey, what are you doing? Like, that's going too far. And yeah. it's like, well, why wouldn't he think that? You know, because if you're letting him do all the stuff that benefits you until mm-hmm. it gets to a point where he's like, okay, I want to get in a relationship. And you're like, no, what gives you that idea? Yeah. Because you let him do that for so you long. That's on. going to hurt his feelings mm-hmm. more. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's so sad. And I think every girl's gone through that. I think we've talked about this in mm-hmm. an episode before. Like, it's in a woman's nature to enjoy that attention. Yes. And it's in his nature to pursue. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to like it. Mm-hmm. But you need to turn that down if you know it's a no. Yep. And that's hard. Get it from the right guy. The yes. one that you actually want to date. Yeah. Yep. Get it from the Lord. Yeah. Seek not him out. first, yeah. of course. Yeah. But from anyone. Wait for the right guy. Exactly. I know it. if you're single, it feels so good. But if you're not going to date him, then stop. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And kind of going back to the breaking up, like if you're going to um, do it short and concise and do it in the most loving way that you can, mm-hmm. and you're letting him know the reasons why you're breaking up with him, mm-hmm. um, why not ask him um, reasons why he wouldn't, like things that you need to work on with yeah. your relationship for um, the next guy that you're with that's hopefully the one that you're going to marry. Like what are things that you can be working on to yeah. love others better? Mm-hmm. Um 
And yeah, I think that is so helpful. Mm -hmm. I think um, guys definitely respect that a lot. At least when I've done that, they um, have respected me for it because it's you're choosing humility in that moment because it's not like, hey, I don't like you. I have no feelings for you, blah, blah, blah. I'm not attracted. Mm -hmm. This is why. And you're an awful person. It's not like that whatsoever. Like you want it to end on a positive note and you also want to work on yourself Mm -hmm. too. So um, those are just some ways, some advice on how to turn down a guy gently Mm -hmm. and firmly um, in in a Christ-honoring way. So this is something that I've struggled with and every girl, every guy has struggled with for, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, almost like all of our teenage years, young adult years, everything, yep. is the pressures on dating. Mm-hmm. There is way too much pressure on dating. Um, like, here's some things just that we overthink when it comes to dating. Like, if you're about to go on one, like your first date with somebody and you barely know him or you don't know him at all or you do know him and he's a good friend. And here's just some like some of the things like, are they the one? Is this worth my time and effort? Do Mm -hmm. I like them enough to actually go on a date with them? I need to know everything about them on this first date. And so you turn it into like a a super mission like interview of like, I need to know everything about you to Mm -hmm. make sure that this works out. Um, I need to know by the end of this date if I can marry them or not. And there's just like all these thoughts that go through our heads with it. And it just then it's not enjoyable at that point because Mm -hmm. dating, in my opinion, it should be enjoyable Mm -hmm. because really it's just getting to know somebody, seeing if you're compatible and um, just having fun with it too. Because worst case scenario, you're going to be friends at the end of the day if it doesn't work out. Yeah. Um, And I think it's just so sad nowadays that um, our friends, our coworkers, ourselves, whenever we know somebody's going out on a date, like I think everyone is guilty of this, Mm -hmm. of um, like, oh, how'd your date go? Like I I knew you had a date on Friday night. Like how did that go? And we don't realize the kind of pressure that's putting on our single friends yeah. because it's like, oh, am I supposed to know if this is the person I'm supposed right. to be with or I'm going to continue dating with them mm-hmm. um, like after that first date or whatever? That's just like a lot of unintentional pressure Definitely. put on the person for it. Or even before too, like, oh my gosh, thank goodness. I always wanted you two together, like that kind of mm. thing. <laughs> I hate that so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, shoot, now I now we have to be together. Like this has to be perfect yeah. because everyone is expecting us to be perfect like that. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely guilty of that for yeah. sure. I think a lot of us have had those situations where literally everybody wants you two together. Mm-hmm. Maybe the guy is really into you yeah. and you're literally the only person standing that's like, I don't think this is going to work out. Yeah, but everyone's I don't like, like no, this is so good. This is so great. This yeah. is so great. And you're like, well, what about how I feel? Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> what yes. if I don't feel like it's so great? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Don't let other don't let other people peer pressure you yeah. into a relationship. That's and they so don't know unhealthy. they're doing it either. Yeah, exactly. Their head, they're trying to be supportive. Like, in their head, it's like a movie. They're like watching a movie in real life. And they're like, <laughs> oh my gosh, so cute together. But then in reality, it doesn't actually matter yeah. <laughs> to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they mean well. Yeah. They Yes, they love you. They're trying to celebrate you. They're trying to be excited for you. But, mm-hmm. um, and I'm guilty of that. So. Oh, we just all like, are. Just like, yeah. Just yeah. be careful with the things you say to your single friends as they're trying to find somebody yeah. because you never know how they're actually dealing with it all. Definitely. Um, I think most people after one date, or at least for myself, you can after that first date, you can kind of tell if it's going to work or not, mm-hmm. but it doesn't it doesn't hurt to go on a few to really get to know them because yeah. um like I said, it's it 
it is kind of like an interview process. Mm-hmm. You're getting to know the person, hanging out with them. And, um, oh, man, what are the three the three points of, like, figuring out if you're compatible with them spiritually? Um, so your, your goal is to ask the right questions to see where they're at spiritually, see if you have good chemistry with each other. Mm-hmm. And then, um, oh, what was my third one? I don't think I wrote it down. It's what Obi says all the time. Spiritually, physically. physically. Oh, yes, physically. There yeah. it is. Like, if you're attracted you to, to them, too. You have to think they're cute. Yeah, that's helpful. And <laughs> so you have to be, like, ready to commit. Mm-hmm. Ready oh, to be there commit, we go. Commit yeah. to them. Yeah. The four Cs. Yeah, yep. exactly. So, um, it should be a fun process. So, just try not to put so much pressure on yourself, so much pressure on them. Yeah. Take it seriously and ask intentional questions to get to know them. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying earlier, with the best piece of advice I received for dating is to listen, to understand them, mm-hmm. to get to know them better instead of for them to get to know you better. Yeah. Like, that's important, but let them ask you those questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's just my that's opinion good. with that. Yeah, that's good. And so... Let's talk about how we start dating. That's um, the hard part. Yeah. I feel like that's the hardest part of dating. To start dating? Yes. Really? Why? Well, because I feel like there's always like that. Well, first of all, even before you start dating, like in the crushing stage, like there's always that awkward, like, oh my gosh, I don't know if he likes me. Like this mm. is just so awkward. Or he really likes you and you're trying to figure out without the peer pressure, do I actually like him or Ooh. do I just like the attention? Oh, That yeah. is something I had to sit in for a very long time. Whenever I first started dating Keenan, I'll be honest, I liked the attention at first. Yeah. And I, like, was like, okay, sure, we can date. Like, that's fun. And then whenever it came to actual relationship things, I was like, shoot, I wasn't prepared for all this. Like, <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be, like, a fun, like, you know, we hang out in the summer. Like, we go to the pool. Like, I thought that's what it was going to be. But yeah. you have relationship things, like, right away. Like, you're going to have relationship struggles, and you're going to have to choose that person. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. But sometimes if you go into it with the wrong mindset, it'll be even harder. So that's why I think before dating or right in the beginning of dating is definitely the hardest because everything is so new and you're so confused and you're trying to figure out your emotions and Mm. uh, it's just so much. That's such a good point. I think I'm kind of the opposite of Mm -hmm. where I am like, I'm usually trying to figure out my own feelings. Like Mm. it's not usually like I'm trying to, um, like I'm not the kind of, I don't lean more towards like I just want the attention kind mm-hmm. of girl. Yeah. Um. Not saying that I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. Whatsoever. No. Yeah. That's just like how I am. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a, like I need all the attention. I need yeah. to be your world. If anything, I'm like I want you to do your own life and to like show me interest and pursue me, and we'll do our own that's like our own so thing. Funny. Like God's calling both I of us to like together. A perfect mix. Like yeah. I was like I like when you're independent and I'm independent, but I also like that you're taking time out of your life to show me attention. Well, yeah. I guess it was pursuing. Uh, that's healthy. Yeah, it was just like I like when you pursue me, which like you said before is like a natural like woman thing. Yeah. Like that is supposed to be like what we do. So I I would say I was like a healthy mix because me too. Like in the beginning of our relationship, I was like, do I actually like this guy? I'm very mm-hmm. confused right now, and like it took a lot of time honestly for me to like actually be like, yeah, I think I could like marry this dude. Like it mm-hmm. took like a year and a half. Like, because I was not ready to date whenever we first started dating. It took yeah. a long time for me to be like, yeah, actually, I think I, I, I think I could do this. <laughs> That's so hard. <laughs> yeah, it is. Ugh. Especially since I was 19 and 20. So yeah. I was kind of just sitting like, where did those high school emotions go? Like, where did mm-hmm. all those, like, high school butterflies and, like, oh, my gosh, he looked at me. That's crazy. Like, right. those go away as you get older. Like, once you get past, like, the crush stage, it's like, oh, where'd all that go? That was really yeah. fun. <laughs> but it's almost easier. 
when you're older because you're not like overthinking absolutely everything and you're not romanticizing like every single moment yeah I definitely did that in high school so much everything was so romanticized like Mm -hmm. everything was so romantic oh my gosh he brought me Starbucks to school like oh my gosh like that was like peak romance like everything just felt so good Mm -hmm. and then as you get older it's like wow, love is actually really difficult and I actually have to choose to do it every day even whenever I don't like him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Even whenever he's not my favorite person, I have to choose to love him. That kind of, it's kind of difficult. You can love somebody, but you don't have to like him always. Yep, yep. Yep. Definitely learned that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, So to to start dating, very first thing that you should do for it, um, listen to our last episode on this relationship series, well, pray. no, but pray. <laughs> pray. <laughs> yeah. But we, the last episode was how do you know if you're ready? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's one of the first things that you need to look at when you're you're thinking about dating somebody Definitely. is, am check I yourself. ready with it? Yeah. Check yeah. yourself before you wreck yourself. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and pray about it. See what the Lord has to say, what he's leading you to do mm-hmm. um, and how he wants to refine you in that process because... Like Skyler said, it takes a lot of work. You have to try so (laughs) hard. You have to let um, God um, give you the the will to do it, the Mm -hmm. the love to do it, and and all that jazz. But pray about it. Be consider it very seriously. Um, And I'm not saying that you don't, but consider the things uh, of the last episode that we that we talked about and if you're ready Mm -hmm. um and like i said just try to have fun with it when you're you're starting to date somebody just it's it's supposed to be a fun thing too we definitely stress ourselves out too much i hate it so much yeah yeah and after a year of being with life action on the road not having to worry about that literally at all because Mm -hmm. we're not allowed to date our first year Mm -hmm. um and Oh my gosh, that was glorious mm. because I was like, no one's gonna ask me out. I don't yeah. have to turn anybody down. <laughs> this is great. And now I can just like focus on Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a whole. That's a story for a different day. Oh my gosh. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like, oh, I totally forgot my my point. Oh, trying to have fun with it. Yeah, and everything like. Now I'm at a point where like since I've kind of taken a year long break from dating. Mm-hmm. Um that I, I, I know I can have fun with it because mm-hmm. there's not that much pressure. You're literally just getting to know somebody. And I yeah. know I'm repeating myself this but whole time. But it's true but. because I, I remember like going out on first dates and just so much anxiety was filling my body because I was like, yes. well, I just don't know if I like this guy like enough to like be going on a date. And it's like, well, that's the whole point of dates. Yeah. Like that's okay mm-hmm. is you can just get to know them. And then if you go out for coffee or go out on a date or whatever you do, and then it's like, eh, not really. Then you could just be honest, be like, hey, I really enjoy getting to know you, and I, I hope we can still be friends, but there's just no, like, I don't really feel it there for me. You yeah. know, maybe one day, but not right now. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. And, and if you're just perfectly confused, fine. Yeah. Yes. I, oh, I, lo- I wish somebody had told me that when I yeah. first started dating was that it's perfectly fine if it's a no. Well, in church, it's so different. Yeah. I feel like there's less, like, there's so much more pressure when you go out on dates because everyone knows about it. Mm-hmm. And like, even if like no one was supposed to know about it, they do end up knowing about yeah. it. And so the next day you come to church, it's like, oh my gosh, they're getting married. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, fine. Gosh. They're, they're definitely getting married. It's like so next hard. in two months, they're going to be married. And it's like, oh my gosh, can you just let me live? Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't know after that first date, it's okay to go on more. Like yeah. I know there's that pressure from your church community or mm-hmm. your friend community or wherever it is. Like it's okay to not know. And it's okay to be honest with him and be mm-hmm. like, if he's, 
really pursuing you and he really likes you and he's wanting to go on another date with Mm -hmm. you. If you want to, you can let him know, like, hey, I don't know where I'm at with my feelings towards you yet, if yeah. he asks you or whatever, um, if he's that mature to see where you're at right? <laughs> and intentional about it. Like, it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. there's time to grow. There's time to get to know each other, get to know your feelings for him. Yeah. And, too, like, I, I always thought whenever I was younger, like, if you don't have those feelings right away, then they'll never come. That's mm. definitely not true. Like, just because you don't feel romantically towards someone at first, whether they're a friend or whether whatever – if you like get to know them like spiritually and emotionally and like get close to them, feelings can develop. Yeah. And like you don't have to force that obviously, but you don't have to be stuck in like this, well, this would absolutely never work out. Mm-hmm. If it's you're kind of like, you know, teetering, you can kind of choose to like keep going. Like you don't have to date and yeah. like call them your boyfriend, but you can keep going on dates until it's like okay, I'm actually starting to feel some like feelings for you, mm-hmm. you know? Like that does happen. It's not an either or. Yeah. I think we forget a lot of times that it is your choice. Like, yeah. it's not an all-feeling situation where you're mm-hmm. basically going off. Like, that's your sole, like, right. focus is your feelings about yes. the whole situation. Like, you get to choose what to do, mm-hmm. and that choice um, should be governed by um, how you're praying about it yeah. and what God's saying about it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and get to know the person. Mm-hmm. It's dating, that's literally what it's for. Getting mm-hmm. to know them. Consider if you're compatible, like we said, spiritually, if you have chemistry, if you're attracted to each other, um, and if you want to commit to them. Just kind of a summary of the episode. But um, yeah. And then, um, so that's kind of just how to start dating, mm-hmm. our advice for that. Um, it's not always a fun process Mm -mm. and community can make it hard with that peer pressure but you can try to have fun with it you get to choose to make things fun you get to choose to make things awkward and hard if you want (laughs) I would suggest not to but try to just have fun with it yeah I definitely agree with that and so the next thing which I'm really passionate about I would say is the boundaries in dating. So that can be physical boundaries, emotional boundaries. I feel like a lot of times with boundaries, we're kind of talking about physical, Mm -hmm. but there's actually a lot more boundaries. Like in Life People last night, we were also talking about how when you're dating someone, they're not your husband. They do not get husband privileges. And that is something I love to say, like, especially emotionally, they are not the leader of the house yet. You're trying to see if they can be. Mm. So they don't get to make decisions for you. Girls, if you're with a guy who just makes all your decisions for you and you're not married yet, kind of a red flag because they should want your input right now, especially in this stage of life. And it can be easy to be like, well, that just means he's showing signs of a husband. And it's like, girl... If he's making all your decisions while you're dating, I'm scared if he'll even ask your opinion while you're married. Mm. Like, that can be a scary thing. And so that is something that I'm definitely really passionate about. Um, Because at that point, you lose your voice. Yeah. And you don't have a mind of your own. Or you don't learn how to have a mind of your own, especially if you're dating right out of high school. Mm -hmm. You don't really know who God's made you to be at that point. You don't really know his calling on your life. There's so much growing that still needs to happen, Mm -hmm. so much experience that needs to happen because you just came out of high school. Yeah. And so, yeah, like those qualities may seem like you said, like he's going to be a great husband and everything, Mm -hmm. but are you working as a team? Are you considering things together? Yeah. Yeah. God made husbands and wives as complementary. So that doesn't mean that you don't get a voice. That means that um, you both have specific roles in the household whenever you do get married. So believe it or not, that still means that women get a say 
like women are actually known to be the wise ones and like emotional <laughs> and emotionally stable ones in the relationship, right? So they're known for that so that they can help their husbands make those tough decisions because mm-hmm. guys can be very much like, I'll just go for it. Like, yeah. <laughs> this and is whatever. Is what us girls needs too. Yes. Like, it's like, we need someone to compliment. push us. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We need someone to push us, but guys need someone to lead them in the right direction. So that's why it's so great. But if you just have someone who's overbearing, and taking over you, that is a boundary that is being crossed while you are dating emotionally. Mm-hmm. So definitely talk to your partner if you are dating someone. You need to talk about the boundaries. Mm-hmm. So that's okay with emotional boundaries too. Like I do not want to spend every single day with you. Like mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I don't think it'd be good for me emotionally, spiritually to spend every waking moment I have with you. That's yeah. not okay with me. Um I need time for my friends, I need time for God, I need time for work, I need time mm-hmm. for school. I need time for these things. So that's a boundary that you can set for yourself. And I'm actually going through a book right now. And we're talking about boundaries. It's I forgot what it's called, but it's like called boundaries and dating or something. Mm-hmm. Um but it's talking about boundaries. And boundaries are actually something you set for yourself, not for the other person. Yeah. So whenever you're talking with someone, you have to set your own boundaries and not let yourself or anyone else cross them. And if you're talking with someone who's taking it as seriously as you are, then they have to set their own boundaries. You can't do it for both of you. And that is something that I've learned because it's really easy for me to say, oh, well, we need to set this boundary. Like there's only one, but there's actually two, one for each of us. Mm -hmm. And it's our job to keep both of our boundaries. So that's, just a little tip and trick because I think sometimes with a relationship it's like well he made me cross that boundary and it's like like, "Mm." if it was your boundary that you had like yes he can talk you into trying to cross it but that's your boundary and if he loves you then he's gonna want to keep to his boundary just as much as you want to keep to yours if that's something that's really important to you so I talk think there's with your also, partner. Yeah, I think there's also some, like, spiritual boundaries, too. Definitely. Something I see a lot of is um, couples having quiet times together, mm-hmm. like their personal devotional time together, where it's not like they're doing their own thing, but in the same room, on right. the same couch, doing it together, like having their times with Jesus together. Right. That's different. I'm yeah. talking about, like, you're going, like, your soul abiding time with Jesus your time that you're putting aside for him Mm -hmm. is with this guy yeah I think that can um most of the time it 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 makes you feel like you're tying your relationship with him to God so Mm -hmm. if you two were to break up um then your relationship with God is going to feel very rocky and it's going to lower your faith in the Lord because you tied that so closely Mm -hmm. with this guy that just probably broke your heart or whatever So that's something to be very careful of because you need to be pursuing God on your own and that's an independence that you really need. Yeah, and if it's just one of you like forcing the other person to do it anyway, then you're kind of doing the quiet time for them. Yeah. And that's really difficult because it's it's okay to be like, hey, have you read your Bible today? Like kind of Mm -hmm. reminders and stuff like that. But if it's like, hey, come sit on this couch. I'm going to read the Bible to you so that you get your freaking quiet time in today. That is not healthy. Mm -mm. (laughs) We do not suggest that. We do not like that. Yeah, so there's some spiritual um, spiritual and um, emotional boundaries that you can set. And then there's also physical boundaries. And this is the hard one yeah. because everyone is different and everyone has a different background. And this is something that I get very passionate about because I've been in like places in relationships where it's, what is your background with porn? What is your mm-hmm. background with masturbation? What is your background with lust? Because we do need to talk about that before we set our boundaries. Because... 
or even what is your background with like what is your sexual history that is something that you are allowed to ask someone if you're going to date them and that's something that someone is allowed to ask you especially if you're doing this like spiritual journey together and like maybe want to get married that is totally an okay question to ask and it's important because a lot of times and you can ask anyone who's been through this it is really hard to go back like back a boundary Mm -hmm. so if you have had sex before your body is going to automatically be like well then that's okay like Mm -hmm. your flesh is going to like automatically go to that like and think that it's okay or maybe you've gone one step before sex most likely your body will go to that one step before sex or maybe if you whatever it is that is what your body will naturally go to whenever you get into a relationship physically because you've done it before and you know Mm -hmm. and you know it feels good and it's really hard to avoid things that you know are great you know what I mean so that is definitely something that I would like that is a big piece of advice that I would give people is talk about it and for example um for me and Keenan Keenan does have a a sexual history before he was saved and I do not. So something that was important for me in me and Keenan's relationship is it was really important for me to say like I am not okay with doing anything more than like just a normal kiss because I know that it it can be like you can just go down a slide of just like thoughts and like yeah. less things and issues like that which like listen if I had those things I would be the exact same way but that is something that I like sit And, like, I will die on this hill because I know that that's something that is going to protect us and our relationship. And that is really important to me. And other people, maybe they don't even kiss. Maybe it's just side hugs until Mm -hmm. marriage. Or maybe some people are like, no, neither of us are literally interested in doing any of those things until we're married. That's great for you. That's that's amazing if you have that kind of (laughs) self-control. That's (laughs) awesome and props to you. And if you if you can't, it's absolutely okay. And it's not shameful. It's, it's not, not shameful. embarrassing to have no. those um, boundary cause, boundaries. Because like you were saying with like kissing or whatever, mm-hmm. like I've heard, um, uh, what was it? I think it was JP was talking about it one time about um, if, if you need to not kiss or mm-hmm. kissing leads to, it's preparing your body for sex initially. Mm-hmm. That's what it's for. Yeah. So if you are doing it consistently, you're literally like, yep. Uh, your biology is meant for that. Yeah. Like your body is literally, your <laughs> yeah. mind, all your neural Definitely. pathways are leading towards that. And you, physically your body is leading yeah. towards it too. So yeah, it's going to be hard when you're you're trying not to pass those, yeah. across those boundaries. Because those it kind of goes like, so you can, you know, be in the same room. You can hug. You can like forehead, cheek kiss, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. You can peck. You can have passionate kiss. You can make out. You can do stuff then you can have sex. Like those are kind of like the steps. And it's Mm -hmm. really hard to be like, okay, I'm only going to go to step four out of those like many steps. Your body's like, why? Yeah, why? (laughs) Why we, what? For why? Like what is the point of that? It's literally just teasing your body. It is, yes. Mm -hmm. And that's something I talk about so much. And if any of you guys are struggling with that, listen, we're going to have a whole thing. We're going to do a whole, um, what's it called? Series, series about sex. Okay. Yeah. We will get into that. Um, that's two series away and we're very excited to talk about that. But I will just let you know right now, if you're struggling with having sex right now, you are absolutely like redeemable and you mm-hmm. are not damaged goods. You are amazing. And God still loves you. Yes. Um, but he does want you to stop. He really does. And it's hard and it's going to take a lot and it's going to be painful because like I was talking about earlier, your body wants to do what it's already done. Yeah. It's really easy to do what you already know is really good. So it's going to be hard, but you can do it. Mm-hmm. You really, really, really can. You have the power of the Holy Spirit in you. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You can yep. conquer anything. and He already has. He's already conquered that for you. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah. Boundaries are not one size fits all. It mm-hmm. depends on your history. It depends on um, what you struggle with. Some yep. people have lust issues. Some people don't. Some people have had porn issues. Some people don't. Some people don't have issues with any of that stuff. So none yeah. of this is a problem for them. And that's great. But at the end of the day, like humans are sexual beings. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like that is something that we do yearn for because God made us that way. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. But also if it's not used right, then there's a lot of pain and there's a lot of hurt and there's a lot of scary things that could happen. And um, God can redeem you from any of those things and he wants what's best for you. Mm-hmm. So set those boundaries that you know, you yeah. just know for yourself and make your significant other set them for themselves too. Because yeah. if you're the only one setting them, it is going to be so much harder to keep them. Mm-hmm. So difficult. Yeah. And I'll, I will die on that hill once again. <laughs> like you cannot do it alone. Yeah. It needs to be a joint effort. Something um, you, you touched on earlier, what Sadie Robertson was saying mm-hmm. with her and Christian and, yeah. and boundaries. I literally listened to that episode today. Yes. <laughs> um, so she was saying that um, with boundaries for her and Christian, they didn't want to set like a line, mm-hmm. like a specific line that they were not allowed to cross. Yes, because I once you that. know that's the line, you're going to try to get before it. <laughs> exactly. You're going to try to get as close to that line as you can. Yeah. Um, and that's not healthy. Yeah. It's like, oh, I can do everything but this. And yep. that's OK. It's yep. like, no, your goal should be on glorifying the Lord Purity. with your relationship. Yes. Like chasing God, like as much as you should be chasing God before the relationship and mm-hmm. waiting for that guy to come into your life who's chasing him just as hard. Mm-hmm. You need to be doing that through the, re- the relationship, too, because definitely then those boundaries will be a, a bit easier when yeah. you have the right goal in mind. Yeah. And it's really easy to just like draw a line in the sand and be like, not this. But it's like, well, then why would I not just like, you know, get on the line like yeah why right. not like it's right there like I'm not technically doing anything wrong and mm-hmm. that's something that we tell ourselves a lot too like well it's not sex so yeah. it's okay or well it's it's not this but okay is your partner thinking about you in a pure way mm-hmm. like in a way that is just meant for your husband or in a pure way because once you get married like I'm just letting you know all those ties are off like that's great like you're supposed to become one yeah. do all that stuff that's great but that's only for your husband exactly and yeah he may be your future husband but he's not your husband yet yeah that's yeah. a covenant that you don't want to break you yes. want to have that covenant burst before yes. you do anything and I think yeah. knowing the why behind the boundary yes. is the best motivator mm-hmm. because you can set all these boundaries because you know oh I shouldn't have sex mm-hmm. I shouldn't do these things yep. so I'm gonna set that boundary I'm gonna set that line yep. for myself um he's gonna set it for himself too yep. but remember the why remember the big picture why am I setting these boundaries why shouldn't I have sex before marriage yeah because God want doesn't want me to because yeah. he wants me to glorify him with my life and everything yeah. and so once you remember that big picture of it all it's a lot easier it's it a lot, is um yeah it is it makes it a lot easier and I think it's really easy to get defensive once you're in that too because it's like mm. well you obviously just don't understand like <laughs> that is something that I definitely um used to do like not because I was like you know, going out and just like sleeping with everyone, obviously. But like, it would be a lot easier to excuse your actions whenever you would just ignore the things that God was saying about it. Like, oh, I know church doesn't want me to like do these things. Like church doesn't want me to do all that kind of stuff or, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. It's really easy to like think about it whenever the church, like, oh, the church people care about it. Yeah. But no, it's literally God. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, church people can say whatever they want about you. Yes, they definitely can. 
And you're going to receive that judgment first yes. before you, or you're going to feel and experience that yes. judgment first before you feel God's judgment on you because you need to be seeking his forgiveness first. Check two podcasts ago about the church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The church can't hurt you in this way, but this should be only for God. And mm-hmm. then if you seek God, kind of like what we were talking about earlier, if you seek God and your partner chases after God with you, you cannot go wrong. But if you do other stuff, there's going to be a lot of hurt and pain, especially if you break up. Whew, that is going to be one of the worst heartbreaks in time of grief and pain yeah. that you've ever felt because it was you made a covenant with a person that wasn't your husband. You've made so hard. many different kinds of connections with them, with yeah. that, spiritually, emotionally, and then physically too. Yes, yeah, and that's so hard. Mm-hmm. And that's and it's even harder in our society today, I would argue, because just everyone is so free game with it all, mm-hmm. and it's difficult. But yeah, but yeah, that's our talk today on how to date and boundaries and all that good jazz um if you guys have any questions or topics that you want us to go over please visit us um on our instagram at yeah girl podcast very simple very easy um or you can visit us on our website um at fbcofallon.org and then click on young adults and then click on podcasts and then we have a little ask me button and then you can click on our podcast and you can ask us questions we have a google form and we would love to talk about the things that you guys want to talk about Mm because this podcast isn't for us it's for you so yes Yes, (laughs) it is fun to do and we do really enjoy it it. and i love talking to skylar yeah but it is for you guys and we our heart's intention is to bless you guys with this yeah and you can leave your name anonymous we don't have to know i I don't even think it gives an option to give your name yeah so it's anonymous like you do not have to worry about it and we would just love to talk about whatever you're feeling like you need to talk about that day Mm -hmm. so thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast we're very excited to catch you next month um as we finish up our relationship series so bye guys bye (laughs) 